At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition, number six. Steve Johnson, the great predictor here, with Minnesota Tim Parachka. Tim, how you feeling, man? I, I you haven't been feeling too well. You've been out of commission here. Let me let me get a sound check on you. Testing one, two, Steve. Testing one, two. Little bit of a, a sore voice here in the great state of Minnesota. Having some issues with the coughing. Having some issues with my throat being sore. But I feel like I'm finally over the over the uh, reaching point here where I'm starting to finally get better. Had a couple of very difficult nights sleeping, as in I couldn't really at all sleep. Um, but yeah, it's, it's getting better. It's getting better. Okay. Hank, let me ask you a couple questions that Hank would ask you talking to Minnesota, Tim here on the Saturday strong podcast. Tim, when did you go to the doctor to get a diagnosis? I have not gone to the doctor. God, he would rip you for that one. Why? What was the genesis of this? How did you get sick? I, uh, it started when I went to buy Domino's. I came home, ate my Domino's sausage and pepperoni pizza with tomatoes. And then a couple hours later, I felt really sick after eating Domino's. So it's not food poisoning though, right? 
Uh, I mean, it felt like it was food poisoning the first night, but um, it's continuing. Like, I'm not throwing up anymore, but my voice, oh, my nose. You were throwing up? Yeah, after my, oh, I was man. at first. Yeah, I was at first, but my nose and my throat, those are sore. Uh, first night, I thought it was food poisoning because I was up all night uh, throwing up, and I thought, oh, the, I got Domino's food poisoning. But oh, um, now I got a issue with my nose and throat, so it's moved from the food poisoning phase onto the um, onto the uh, very difficult cold phase. Oh, man, that sounds terrible. You're not sounding too good. So we're going to make this Saturday strong, ultra strong, and we got to get you some rest here. So uh, you're not contagious, are you? Um, I don't know. I hope not. I'm not sure. Wow. So you've been yeah. laying low the last couple of days, but you've got, uh, you, you're multi-talented. We, we've talked about that before. You're going, you've got a job after this today. What, what are you doing this afternoon and, and uh, over the weekend? Are you, you doing some refing? Yeah, I have, I have to ref Friday afternoon. Uh, we're recording on a Thursday. I have to record Friday afternoon um, at my uh, local high school, ref a couple of basketball games. And then after my Friday afternoon basketball game, I have to officiate. I have a date that night, Steve. Oh, in your face. <laughs> well, I, I heard it through the me. grapevine. You doubted me. You no, hate, no, I didn't you, doubt you. You never thought I would ever get a date again. You, no, I, no, I, I didn't told doubt me you. That you told him that I'd never get a date again. No, that's not true. That uh, is not that's true. What I've heard. So I grapevine. heard your strategy. Your strategy has been to up the frequency of the dating. So has this illness, has it affected any of your prospects, any of your dating, uh, you know, any of your dating schedule? Um, no, it hasn't. I was, uh, I was scheduled to have a date tonight, uh, but she canceled. Um, so maybe that's, maybe that's Was there any, any reason, any reason for the cancellation or just? She told me she had to do something for her boss that her boss was originally going to do, but that made her do. So it sounds a little fishy. Um, but she said she'd reach out again when it wasn't so busy, but I bet that's a bunch of bulls. So I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So tell us a little bit about this Saturday date. What, what uh, Where's she from? Um, she's from Eden Prairie, right around my area here in St. Louis Park. And then um, another, another great positive force, another great positive note here is that in one of her pictures, she's dressed up as... Kim Possible, you know, you know, Kim Possible, uh, Kim Possible was a Disney character when I was younger, uh, cartoon Disney. I was really attracted to Kim Possible, their cartoon character. And she dressed up as Kim Possible one time for Halloween. Um, Oh, really? So a lot of upward momentum, a lot of positive reinforcement right there. So might be a little, might be a connection there. Oh man. Crazy. Okay, well, you got to keep us informed on that. We're, we're, I know Hank has been trying to help you, and uh, even some of our listeners have chimed in and given you some suggestions. So yeah. you got to keep us informed on that. Let's yeah. talk a little bit. Of, let's talk a little golf today because you've made some you've made some Saturday bold claims that uh, the PGA Tour has too many events, and I 
So, man, I don't, I don't see any of those things disappearing. But you've got some ratings numbers here that you had been researching. And, uh, you know, we had an exciting finish Super Bowl Sunday of the Waste Management Phoenix Open. It was an exciting finish, didn't you think? I mean, Webb Simpson birdies 17-18 and then the first playoff hole. Tony Finau makes pars on those holes and uh, loses the tournament. Hanks, one of Hank's buddies bet Tony Finau had a 25 to 1. He bet $200 on a 25 to 1 bet on Tony Finau, and he loses that because Webb Simpson pulls out the victory. But you have some ratings numbers that would kind of very much surprise me. Why don't you let our listeners know what those are? Yeah, so the Waste Management Phoenix Open declined 30% in ratings from 2019 and 2018, Steve, according to uh, Jeff Shackelford's website. Wow, that 30%. And the third round ratings down 16% from 2018 and 2019. Do you think that's because of lack of star power there at the Phoenix Open? I honestly don't know, Steve. I mean, I don't. It's not like they had that much star power there last year. Ricky Fowler won the event, so perhaps he he uh, captured more eyes to the tournament and made more people watch. Um, so maybe maybe Ricky Fowler has the kind of influence that gets people's eyes to the television. But for someone that hasn't won very much on the PGA Tour, like Ricky Fowler, um, it, it would be hard to imagine him making a 30% difference in the ratings in the final round. Wow. Yeah, that's at 30%. That's a huge drop. Now, would you say that it's because I'm looking for excuses here. I'm looking for rationale. Would you say it's because that they upped the intensity of the pregame Super Bowl coverage or just that there's your theory that there's too many tournaments? Um. There's too many tournaments on the PGA Tour, Steve. Let's just look at the number. This was the best tournament of the year, and I don't even think it's close. The Waste Management Phoenix Open was the best tournament so far in the calendar year of 2020, and the ratings dropped 30% from last year. We look at the ratings so far in the 2020 calendar year, 0.09, Century, 0.03, Sony. I don't have the numbers for the American Express or the uh, Farmers Insurance, but I don't imagine they're that high. Farmers Insurance could be just because the Tiger showed up. And now this Waste Management Phoenix Open is down 30%. And, Saturday, and Saturday's round, that's supposed to be the big day where all the fans are there and all this stuff, and it's a big party and everything's fun and everything's great. That even dropped... From st- that even dropped down 16%, Steve. So these wow. numbers, the trends on the PGA Tour are ugly, ugly. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. The PGA Tour is ugly. Oh, man. That, that's, a sad, that's sad news for me. Now, this week, we have the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. We've got a good field. You know, we've got Dustin Johnson's playing with a great one, Wayne Gretzky. Phil Mickelson is back from a... What is it? Uh, third place performance in Saudi Arabia, which was a great feeling good about that. We have 12 of the top 50 in the official world golf rankings. We have Jordan Spieth, which is an a, he's an AT&T uh, endorser. I mean, he's, he's, he plays under team AT&T. 
And big news about Jordan Spieth, he is, uh, he's dropped out of the top 50 in the world uh, recently. And that, that's going to cost him a bunch. You know, we, we talk about the rich getting richer on the PGA Tour. Well, the top 50, uh, he needs to be in the top 50 to qualify for the, what is it, the WGC Mexico, World Golf Championship Mexico tournament. Okay, Steve. So here's a, so here's a question for you. So how far does Spieth drop? Like, well, what's the tipping point for Spieth? How far does he drop until he gets a new coach? Oh, man. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of factors in, in changing coaches. One, Jordan Spieth, is, it, a lot of it has to do with the player, Tim. Jordan Spieth is a very loyal player. I mean, he's loyal to his team. Uh, he hadn't changed much. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's changed anything, really. He has the same, uh, same manager. He has the same uh, trainers. Obviously, as the same coach, he's been with his coach ever since he was a junior golfer, and uh, he's been. A, a, Cameron McCormick is his coach. He's a very, very good coach, very confident coach. Um, he's uh, he demands a lot of respect from uh, the players. I mean, he's he's a very uh, confident in what he does. He's got a good game plan. Um, they. A couple of years ago, Jordan Spieth had some problems with his putting, and they've seemed to overcome those. But is changing a lot of things at the same time, or changing hitting and putting at the same time, are, are that may have, may have been a little bit too much. I, I, you know, I think Cameron McCormick weathers this storm. I just cannot see him losing Jordan Spieth as as a client, as a as a student. Um, man, I I don't know. I I don't know. He's he's very strong mentally too. Uh, when you hear him speak, he doesn't talk about he doesn't talk about assigning blame to anybody. I mean, I, I had a student one time that uh, couldn't wait to tell couldn't wait to tell me it was my fault that uh, he hit a bad shot out on the golf course. It was his caddy's fault that he did something. Now, when you look at the caddy, he's had the same caddy his whole career. Michael Greller, and last year at this time, remember, you can remember this, Tim, I'm going to refresh your memory, that Jordan Spieth was caught on camera saying, hey, Michael, this is the second time you've given, uh, he kind of alluded to the fact that Michael cost him some shots on number eight at Pebble Beach. He said, man, I just hit a perfect shot. In fact, I've hit two perfect shots. One put me in the bunker, and this one put me over the green, Michael. That's the second time. And so that was the first indication that, you know what, Jordan Spieth wasn't taking full responsibility. Maybe he was just frustrated. I'm sure he came back and apologized because they've had a really good run together, you know, since 2012. They've had a great run in, uh, in professional golf anyway. And, you know, I, I, I just don't, uh, I feel, I, you know how I feel about Jordan Spieth. Tim. Jordan Spieth is one of the, I think he's the most important American golfer coming up, the up and comer. He's a 20 something golfer, already won three majors, going to be a world golf hall of fame member when he's old enough, but he's his ladder. He's, he's on his way. Elevators on its way down right now. Uh, not too long ago, he was number one in the world and now he's number 55 
uh, you know, I, I really don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know where he bottoms out. I don't know where his, what do they call it? Uh, uh, the floor. Yeah. Or when, when, when somebody is, uh, is addicted to something, they call it hitting, uh, hitting, uh, rock bottom. I don't know what his rock bottom is. You know, I don't know where he considers his rock bottom to be to make a change. I think he's, uh, I think he's going to be in the same, on the same team for the next, but for the foreseeable future, I, I think he's, he's with Cameron McCormick to answer your question. All right. So why would Spieth, why would, let's not just talk about Spieth here. Let's make this about um, all PGA Tour players because we've seen this before from other guys. Tiger Woods did it. Why, why would a number one player in the world who's having success, who's won major championships, who's won PGA Tour events, who's holed out from bunkers, who's made these ridiculous shots and become one of, um, uh, one of the people's favorite golfers, why would they change swings, change grip? Like, what, what are you trying to do when you're already the number one player in the world? Well, I mean, there's different mindsets, and Tiger Woods' mindset was, and it was propagated by his father that, you know what, these certain guys, we can learn things from certain people. Certain people will will come and go out of, out of Tiger Woods, uh, you know, they will, will, he is a child of destiny, and I'm, I'm having a hard time putting the words together, and I know this is podcast, so we have to say it in words. But Tiger Woods was, according to his father, something he was he was destined for the greatness that he had. And certain teachers and influences would give him information that he could use, but he would have found that information anyway. It's not like, hey, Hank Haney really, you know, I was lucky to find Hank Haney because he gave me the secret to the game. I mean, Tiger Woods always figured that he was going to get it somehow. But a Butch Harmon, a Hank Haney, uh, Sean Foley to for a, a short period of time, maybe even a Chris Como. These are teachers that could pass on some information to him. And then when he was he'd learned all he could learn from these players or from these teachers, then he would move on. And one of the things that is maybe not unique about Tiger, but is really profound about Tiger. Once he decides to change directions, he is never going back. He hasn't, he hasn't gone back one time. Once he figures, hey, this is what the direction I'm going to go, he never reverses direction and goes back. So that's one type of mindset. Are you sure, Steve? Are you sure about that? Where, where did you tell me where you get, went back? Well, when he went with his swing right now, looks eerily similar. And I, and I don't, um, I can't break this down or analyze it. But from what other people have said, Tiger Swig looks eerily similar to Hanks or to Butch Harmon's. Either one, I, it, it doesn't matter to me. How so? So, what did that tell you that he went back because he was with Sean Foley? He was Dipsy and doing and um, whatever. Well, I'm I'm talking about having someone to stand behind him. Hank is is not standing behind Tiger was. Butch Harmon is not standing behind Tiger Woods right now. Tiger Woods is in charge of Tiger Woods. Now, if Tiger Woods thinks, hey, you know what, this swing that I was using uh, before, pieces and features of this swing were helping me, um, 
But to have someone come and kind of sketch out the plan for him, Tiger Woods is in charge of that now. And I agree with you. I think his swing looks more like Hank's swing than any other swing that he did uh, in his career. But Tiger Woods is taking credit for that. It's not It's not a Hank Haney swing. That, that is a Tiger Woods, the back to the future type swing that, uh, and I, I hear what you're saying. He has gone back to to looks, but in his mind, he's evolved his swing into something that is. A, this is a new swing. This is a. This is something that that he created. He's not giving anybody the credit of creating that swing, but Tiger Woods. I promise. Now, now, giving the mindset of Jordan Spieth, um, that you were talking about, he's got a totally different mindset. T- Jordan Spieth's mindset is: Hey, I've got a team. And this team is critical for me to, to is critical to the su- successes that I have had at all levels. And I'm going to keep this team together, and this team is going to help me get to where I want to be. It's not about a, uh, being a child of destiny and that, hey, you know what, I'm going to pick and choose. I'm going to get some information from these guys, but I would have figured it out anyway. I think Jordan Spieth is, is under the mindset or has the mindset that, you know what? These guys that have been with me have helped me get there. And if I lose these guys, I may lose a lot of what I already have. And uh, that's why I think he's sticking with the team that he has. I mean, it's just a totally different mindset than the Tiger Woods. Hey, I would have figured it out eventually anyway. And these guys just happen to be passing uh, by my path. And uh, they shared some information with me that I would have figured out at some point anyway. Um, I don't think Jordan Spieth has that type of mindset. I've, I've experienced both, uh, both different type of mindsets from players. And, uh, you know, it's going to take a lot more than 55 in the world for Jordan Spieth to, to say, Hey, you know what, Cameron, I, I'm going to go a different direction. Um, Phil Mickelson was kind of that way. Phil Mickelson has changed teachers throughout his career, but not many. Uh, he had uh, a teacher, and I'm going to have to look up his the, his early on teacher from San Diego. He had him for a long time, and then uh, he went to uh, he went to Butch Harmon. He was with Butch Harmon for a long time, and now he's with uh, a guy by the name of Gertson. Um, he's a guy that sticks. He tends to stick with teachers. So it's interesting. I don't think, to answer your question, I don't think Jordan Spieth does switch. Can't see him switching. You know, he may get some help, uh, enlist some other teachers to give some input, but the guy that delivers the message will be Cameron McCormick. That's what I see. All right, let's take our first break here on the Saturday Strong with the great predictor Steve Johnson and me, Minnesota Tim. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Check out VoodooPainRelief.com and uh, get a two-week free supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Um, Go check out the website, VoodooPainRelief.com. A little uh, icon will pop up in the bottom left corner. It's as easy as can be. It's free, two-week supply. It's as great as it can be. Hank is offering you this special deal and... uh, he loves to help people. Hank loves to help people. So go check out VoodooPainRelief.com and get a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Timmy, let me interject here. I took a page out of your playbook, and 
I was swimming the other day and I was swimming with some fins on and I could feel the bottom of my foot starting to cramp up. And I thought, oh man, this is not going to be good. And I finished my workout and I went home and my, my, I could feel it was sore. I had some soreness, but I had some cramping in the bottom of my foot. So what I did was I put some voodoo pain relief cream on the bottom of my feet, put some socks on. And you know what? I was brand new. No pain, no cramping, no soreness and aching. It was unbelievable. I'm, I'm a believer. And you know how skeptical I am, but I'm, I'm a total believer. And if you haven't tried Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, you got to give it a try. Just like Tim said, voodoopainrelief.com. Get on there. Hit the promotional code. It will be zero. You will owe zero dollars. You get a two-week supply for free. Uh, we'll be right back. We're going to talk a little bit more about some AT&T Pebble Beach. And Phil Mickelson, as usual, has some comments we need to talk about. We get back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the Saturday Strong edition of the Hank Haney Podcast. The great predictor Steve Johnson here with Minnesota Tim Porochka. We're coming to you. We're taping, actually, uh, taping this show on Thursday. The play has just started at the AT&T Pebble Beach. And I want to give you an update. You're going to, uh, this show will air on Saturday, obviously. That's why it's called Saturday Strong. But uh, let's get a little update on the one of my picks. We picked three players. And... I told Hank, Tim, I said, you know what? If, if I'm going to pick a player, it's hard to pick a winner on the PGA Tour. There's 156 players in this event. And it's kind of like you're picking, your, if you do win, you're going to win the lottery. So if I win the lottery, I want to win big. So there were a couple players. I, I, you influenced one of my picks. 
this week, although you were uh, you were on the shelf because you were sick. I remember last week, a couple weeks ago, you picked Brant Snedeker. Remember that? Yes, I do. And so he was he was going to be one of my picks. He, he was one of my picks this uh, this week for the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am because I, I I like his game. He's he plays well here. He putts well on the Poana greens. We talked, Hank and I talked about the Poana. The Poana is a type of grass that is typical on the coastal golf courses, uh, mostly on the West Coast. And it gets real bumpy in the afternoons. It gets spiked up. And these, these guys will be wearing hard spikes this week because it does get, uh, it's wet and slippery out there. But uh, I also picked a, a if I'm going to win, I want to win big. And so I picked one of the special invitations went out to David Duval, Double D. And I'm, I've got some high hopes for him. Why don't you give me a little update on where David Duval is out on the course right now? We're, we're talking on Thursday afternoon. So he's out there playing. Give me a little update on David. Does uh, What's his progress? All right. So he's through 12 holes. He started off on the back nine first. All right. What so course let's... did he play? What course is he playing? Uh, I don't know. You know. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. I don't know. Okay. Um, Anyway, so he's he's double bogeyed a few holes. He's parred a few holes. He's bogeyed a few holes. He does not have a single birdie on his card through 12 holes. Um, and he's nine over par, last place. Ouch. He's nine over? Nine over par. Oh, man. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I gave Hank a challenge early in the week too, because we made our picks and I, he was picking who's going to win. He's got this formula. He says he's done doing pretty well. Picks three players, bets a hundred dollars. He looks at the odds and I gave him uh, a challenge. I said, Hey, let's pick, I've, I'm going to give you three players and tell me who's going to finish last of these, these three players. David Duvall was my, one of my players. First, one of the first picks, you know, he had, but oops, Tim's been sick here. So if you hear little noises in the background, he's just as, his stomach is all messed up. So, Tim, let's try to let's try to curb that a little bit, okay? Okay. Let's, all right. mute, let's mute. Let's mute the mic when you. Okay. 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 So anyway, back to one of my picks was David Duvall for worst in the field. My second pick was remember Smiley Kaufman, who the guy uh, spring breaker lost his game, doesn't have a PGA Tour card, is a PGA Tour winner, but he got an exemption. And he was one of the picks for the worst in the field. And then the third pick was Hunter Mahan, a guy that's lost his game, know his game really well. He's uh, just uh, hadn't found it in a number of years. And so Hank picked, I think Hank picked David Duvall was going to be the guy that was going to be the worst. Uh, may, he may have picked Smiley Kaufman. Uh, who knows? Kaufman and Hunter Mahan are uh, tied at two over right now. They're two over. Okay, wh- where does that put them relative to the field? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, well, so they're two over. What place are they in? Tied for 131st. Okay, well, that's right up there. David Duvall is in 156. He's playing Pebble Beach. He's playing, you know, Pebble Beach could be the easiest course of the three. Uh, Monterey Peninsula, the shore course has some low scores. Spyglass is by far the toughest course of the three. David Duvall is playing Pebble Beach. He's ooh, It looks like he just birdied a hole. Uh, he's back to plus eight after 13. Yeah, he did birdie. He birdied the fourth hole on Pebble Beach. Man, he has some just some terrible scores here. He went 
He bogeyed the 11th. He triple bogeyed the 14th. He double bogeyed the 15th. Wow. Then he double bogeyed the second, par five. The second hole is a par five. Second hole is a, is a par five that a lot of people will hit it in two and make pretty much a birdie. Like if you make par on the second hole, you're losing to the field. But he has broken through and made birdie on the fourth hole. So we'll keep you updated on that. He's uh, David Duval is DAL. He's dead last. So not good. Not good. Uh, so anyway, Phil Mickelson had made some comments coming back from Saudi Arabia. And we wanted to talk about it. You read some of the comments that Phil Mickelson had made based on the USGA's distance initiative. Remember, they just came out with their report, their findings that the ball is going too far and that it's changing the complexion of the game. And their number one goal is to protect the game, to protect the integrity of the game, the history of the game. And uh, what does Phil Mickelson say about that, Tim? All right, so the first thing Phil Mickelson says, he goes, I struggle with some of our governing bodies. I struggle with it because we are the only professional sport in the world that is governed by a group of amateurs, and that leads to some, and that leads to some questionable directions that we go down. I wish that we had people that are involved in the sport professionally to be in charge a little bit more. So this, Phil's been making the news a couple of times this week. He said he wouldn't accept a special invitation from the USGA to play the US Open if he didn't qualify. And then if we and then another factor to bring into this quote is the controversy Phil created at Shinnecock on those greens when he punted the moving ball. So Phil clearly has a huge issue with the USGA and he isn't hiding it either. No, I mean his uh his emotions run pretty pretty much out there, you know, and I think he, he regretted what he did at Shinnecock. He regretted putting that ball, but he said, it's just, Hey, it was time. It was time to leave. It was time to be, <laughs> it was time to get off that hole. But remember back in the day, I mean, Phil Mickelson was leading the U S open coming into the 72nd hole at Wingfoot, where the U S open will be this year. And he sent it right into the to the tents. Remember that? You, you remember seeing that? And uh, he just doesn't want to go back there, I don't think. So, I mean, he's not going to accept that. That if he does get a special invitation, which I, I you know, I don't know why he would. Uh, USGA doesn't give many of those, but he just wants it. If he doesn't qualify, he doesn't want to be in there. Um, All right, next up on the Phil Mickelson quote. So he continues, he goes, I also don't feel that you should punish the athletes for getting better, he said. I don't think that we have had massive equipment changes. We have just had athletes that have been able to take advantage of the equipment more so than in the past, and I hate to see that discouraged. You look at what Bryce DeChambeau has done getting in the gym, getting after it, lifting weights, and hitting bobs. And now you're talking about trying to roll it back because he has made himself a better athlete. So I don't know if I agree with that. So another Phil Mickelson quote there I, that I, it's hard for me to agree with that one, Steve, because of the uh, factors in the equipment improvement and the, we, we've seen it from Callaway before where they have gone so close to the line 
of what qualifies and what disqualifies that they've actually gone over the line a few times. Notably, Xander Shoffley in the Open Championship last year, his driver got disqualified. He couldn't even use it anymore. And he was on the face of embarrassment at the Open Championship. So I don't buy this idea that equipment hasn't gotten that much better and players are just that much bigger. Players are bigger, but equipment has gotten much better. So what what's your reaction to Phil's uh, second comment there? Well, he does have a good point because... He does mention that the USGA is primarily an amateur golf organization. And Hank has sketched out uh, really well over the last few podcasts about, you know, the the distance of the guys 20 plus 21 handicap all the way down to the six handicap. Have not, the, the players haven't gotten any longer at all. The only places where they have gotten longer, and there's no question they've gotten longer, is in the pros. And that is the top of the top. So... Phil says, he says, I don't really understand the whole scope of how it affects the game and how it affects agronomy and golf courses and so forth. And so I'm not sure if I'm the best one to really comment on it, he said. He said, I just know from the small little bubble of the PGA Tour, I hate to see the athletes being punished or discouraged from from continuing to work out and get better. And he's got a great point there. You know, why are you going to to punish the 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 players, the participants, just by working out and trying to get better and trying to get, uh, you know, I mean, some players are faster than others. Some players are stronger than others. And they're trying to equal the playing field just by getting stronger and faster. Um, I, I don't understand it either, Tim. It uh, One thing we know for sure is that Phil Mickelson is not, he's not opposed to letting his feelings be known and He's getting, he's later in his career. You don't want his legacy to be affected by, by things that he says, you know, I mean, pretty much he's been, he's, although he said things throughout his career, overall, when you look back at Phil Mickelson and his long playing career, you think, Hey, this is a guy that loves the game. This is a guy that promotes the game. This is a guy that loves the fans. He stands out there and signs autographs for hours after he plays, no matter how he plays, he values the fans coming out and supporting him. And I'd hate for this to tarnish his, you know, what people think of him uh, when when he's at the twilight of his career. Well, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, I, I, man, I feel like Phil's reputation is solidified as a five-time major champion. Um, I, I, Phil's, <laughs> me and my friend always joke about this. Phil's Phil. He's got the great short game. He's got the long driver going on right now. He's got the great social media account happening on Twitter, Fireside with Phil. Um, he's really gone in a different direction in his career. He's really tried to become more of a social media savvy player, uh, which we've never seen before from Phil outside of these last, what, year or two. Um, so man, I don't want to say this will stick with Phil forever, but it might add a little dent to him. Like, I, I don't think people are going to ever forget about his putt at Shinnecock. That, that's something that won't be forgettable, especially the next time they play Shinnecock. Next time they play Shinnecock, everyone's going to be like, oh, remember when Phil putted that moving ball on the green? That, that's something that is just going to be enshrined into our minds forever. Um, so Phil's Phil, he's a five-time major champion, he's a Hall of Famer, he's great for the game, but he does have a couple of 
uh, controversies in his game, in his career, that probably will never leave him. Right. Well, and, you know, some of his controversies have been off the golf course. He talked about income tax in California, the state income tax. He's talked about a lot of different things that have nothing to do with golf. But uh, this is, he has taken dead aim at uh, the USGA here. And like he says, you know, he doesn't really understand what the focus is, but he just does not want to be penalized. He doesn't want to be penalized for trying to get better. And that's what he feels like is happening. So, yeah, let's take our second break here on the Saturday Strong Hey Katie podcast with the great predictor Steve Johnson and the Minnesota Tim fighting flu, fighting the flu with the Jordan flu game, game six at Utah. All right, let's take a break. It was actually game five at Utah. Let's take a break and hear from our sponsors. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality podcast this is where we discuss all things reality tv all things popular culture and a little bit of rapaport's reality the reality of us we're figuring out and if we had been recording these last four or five days it it would have been been juicy would have taken a, a, a left turn Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Saturday Strong here on the Hank Haney Podcast. Steve Johnson, the great predictor, along with Minnesota Tim Porochka, who's fighting illness. He's, uh, we don't know what his illness is because he's refused to go to the doctor. 
to get a diagnosis. But uh, Tim, I, I hope you're, you're feeling better here pretty soon. But uh, we wanted to talk, we've been talking a lot about a lot of different subjects today. Phil Mickelson talking about the USGA. But we did talk, you asked me a question about Jordan Spieth and his, his if I thought he was going to change coaches, uh, Cameron McCormick. I don't think he will. But when you look back and you look at the the two topics we're really talking about today, the distance controversy or the distance issues and swing technique. I mean, I, I think you've got to really credit not only not only the advances in technology and the equipment, but the advances in technology to make teaching better, to make uh, the golfers' swings better, to make their techniques better. And back in the day, I mean, you, I go back when I was a kid and I could see remember some swings back on the tour that were very exotic. And we still see a few of those right now. We see Matthew Wolf, we see Jim Furyk, um, short swings like John Rahm. But for the most part, the swings really look very similar. What what guys are doing in their golf swings and the way, the way teaching is, has gone in the last probably 10 years has gotten to be a lot more homogenous in the look on what the players' swings look like. And I think a lot of that has to do with the technology, the video, the uh, TrackMan technology, the Doppler radar technology and all that. I think the teaching has gotten a lot better. And I, I want to tell our listeners that you've got the opportunity to take advantage of this technology by sending a video in to golfschools at hankenny.com. All you got to do is take a down-the-line video and with your mobile device, it doesn't have to be anything fancy, and send it to golfschools at hankenny.com. Tell us what your big miss is, and we're going to use that technology to communicate to you at the start of a great game plan. If you want to swing that looks like the guys on the PGA Tour, uh, because like I said, the, uh, the, the swing shapes are looking very, very similar. Their game plan may not be the same, but the results are, you'll see some, some, uh, some commonalities in what, what they're doing. And we want to help you do that. It's a free service. It doesn't cost a thing. Golfschools at hankinney.com. Send us a video. And within 24 hours, we're going to shoot you back a start of a great game plan. How's that, Tim? Is that, is that a, is that a good offer? Oh, most definitely. I, to have somebody analyze your swing and to do it for absolute free, absolutely free. It's a, it's a free golf lesson practically. And to get, right. and to, and to get it right from your house. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, if somebody has a question for us, how can they get in touch with us? You can call the show eight. What is it? I forget. Uh, is it 833-426-576-866? Oh, I'm sick. Holy I'm sick. It's, it's uh, eight. How do eight, they send? Okay. I'm let's sick. go with what you know. How do they send an email? Can they send you an email? Yeah, you can call the show, 833-426-5763, extension 801. Email the show, HankKatingGolf at Outlook.com, and tweet and follow the show on Twitter, at HankKating. I'm sick, Steve. I'm sick. My numbers are backwards. I'm, I'm, I'm grinding yeah. through it. I'm grinding you gotta, through it. you got to tough it out because we've got we, we got to have a professional production here. So Absolutely. We're looking forward to a great finish of the 18th. We've got a lot of great celebrities. We've got the great one, Wade Gresky. We've got Hank's man in the uh, in the in the field, Kelly James, the guy that does Hank's intro, the song intro. Kelly James is playing with Siwoo Kim, and Siwoo Kim is not off to a great start. I mean, he's 
He's beating David Duvall, but that's all that he's beating. Uh, he's, he's having a hard time right now. And, and this is a huge field here. Siwoo Kim is four over through six holes in the first round. And uh, he's going to have to rally. Do you know what the weather's like over there right now, Tim? I heard it was supposed to be nice weather. I have no idea. Right now, it is 57 degrees and sunny over there. And uh, I know the broadcast, it, there's nothing better than Pebble Beach when the sun is shining. And uh, you're in the mid-50s to, to 60s. It is, I mean, it's going to, it's supposed to, the forecast is supposed to be sunny all week. And uh, highs in the mid-50s. And chance of rain, very, very minimal. So, it should be a great weekend for golf, and I uh, can't wait to see who wins. Uh, David Duvall has got to do a, a major catch-up because in order for me to win that lottery pick, he's going to have to pick it up a little bit, right? <laughs> I thought that was him calling you. No, 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 no. He's, uh, he's, he's got it figured out. David Duvall, he knows what he Mike needs Davis? to do. Was that Mike Davis calling you? No, I th- I think uh, I think it was one of your uh, one of your dates calling to to cancel is what it was. Oh! <laughs> well, Tim, I take care of yourself. We're gonna we're gonna sign off here, but uh, we want to again tell our listeners, Hank Haney Hank Haney podcast is the best, and send your videos to golfschools at hankhaney.com. Until next time, this is Steve Johnson, the great predictor. And Minnesota, Tim Parachka, I hope you recovered, Tim. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.